Welcome to the Sunday Night Army podcast, the best local podcast in Windsor, Essex County, Detroit and wherever. The place for news, entertainment and music. Here's your host, Jacob. Alright, welcome to the show. I am Jacob and thank you for joining me in another episode of the music series. Now, of course, I have a fantastic artist for you guys today. But before we get to all that cool stuff, fantastic music and, uh, you know, amazing things that I do here on the show, there's going to be more random episodes on the YouTube channel, which is totally separate from the stuff that you hear here on the main show, on all podcast streaming platforms, music streaming platforms around the world. And before uh, we get to more details, uh, just a tease now, a lot of cool things coming up. Uh, I want to put that out there that I will be on a few separate shows on other shows that I'll be promoting this show and talking about me and what I do. But stay tuned to all the socials. I will post it everywhere. I'll be on two separate shows. I'll be doing it live in a couple weeks. So keep up with that. And before we get to the show today, make sure you got the Spotify playlist, top indie playlist to get all these amazing artists on one playlist, uh, so you can get all these songs updated at least once a week. And if you want to support me, supporting these amazing artists, besides following and listening, make sure you get the uh, merch store. Always a discount. $16 shirts, come on. Grab some merch, support the show. Best way to do it. So let's get to today's episode. So right now on... The Sunday Army, I'd like to welcome singer, songwriter, Emily Fraser. How are you today? I am doing well. Very well. How about yourself? Doing fantastic. Um, I'm excited to have you on the show today. I've uh, been spinning your music for since I got it, actually. Wow. Since I got it, it's been it's been playing. And uh, we'll talk about your latest track, uh, The Missing Part, very, very shortly. Awesome. But uh, first, as usual on this show, I'd like to get to know the artist, and let's start there. Walk me through um, how early in your life you started uh, to realize, you know what, I-, I like this, I like music, and this is what I'm going to do. Well, let's see. I always, always, ever since I was very, very young, was absolutely obsessed with music and singing and uh, got my hands on whatever I could, you know, because I was back in the day when you still needed to get CDs or mm-hmm. and just stream everything. <laughs> And I remember trying to teach myself how to sing by just recording little clips of my voice and playing it back and trying to mimic the singers I loved. Um, and I always, I always felt in my heart I wanted to be a singer, but I didn't really think it would be a serious thing until I got older. You know, I kind of thought when I was younger, it would just be one of those dreams like, you want to be an astronaut or (laughs) a ballerina. But it wasn't until college that I realized that I actually had a talent because I actually come from a musical family. I have uh, two sisters and a brother that sing as well. And to be honest with you, we kind of grew up since my, my sister was the oldest and she's a phenomenal singer. I kind of grew up in that shadow Mm -hmm. and uh, that held me back a little bit because I didn't really want to be compared to her. I'm more of like an introvert personality as well. 
and she was very much an extrovert and um, no shade to her whatsoever. I love her to death, but it was, it was difficult to, to grow up with that comparison. But actually when I went to college, she was in college in Boston and I was in Virginia. So I kind of got the chance to, to be myself without worrying about getting compared, being called Amber's little sister. That's my older sister's name, Amber Lay. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I actually tried out for a scholarship at the college I was attending, Regent University. And I was super, super nervous and kind of just tried out because people were like, oh, you should try out. And I just, I really didn't even think I would get into the the singing team. And I ended up getting a scholarship. Nice. And yeah. Cause I always, I always really wanted to be a singer. I loved singing, but I didn't, I was like, no way that this could be a thing for me. But when I got a scholarship, it kind of boosted my confidence. And I realized that, okay, I actually have a talent at this. And um, even beyond that, which blew my mind, I ended up winning one of the biggest singing awards that year. So that kind of that kind of pushed me to keep pursuing it further. And after that, I started my first band, Souls Loading, which I think was around 2019. And uh, started to get experience leading a band and writing songs. I mean, I wrote songs probably ever since I was about 16 because my it's just in my blood. My dad's actually a writer. He's nice. a college professor. Yeah. So I guess that was just kind of just kind of in me. That's just how I process things that happened in my day to day life. Um, but when I started my first band, we wrote songs and recorded them. And that's where I really started to take it seriously. And then fast forward a few years later, I actually ended up stepping down from my full time job, believe it or not, to pursue the arts because I kind of realized uh, some important things in life recently about what I valued. You know, when I was mm -hmm. working full time in a different career, I realized that I wasn't fulfilled, even though my pockets were full. My heart wasn't really full. Mm -hmm. So I stepped down because I realized that all my talents and what brought me joy was being creative. So here I am now actually pursuing it and and building it. And I just released my second single, which I guess we're here to talk about the missing part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of, kind of where I am today. Well, that's really good. And we'll get to the missing part of very, very shortly, but I want to pick your brain because um, you mentioned a lot of, of writing and I want to pick your brain on the writing part, because there's always something that um, you take, you take away from either it's experiences or that are yours or somebody else's. Where do you pull your inspiration for writing from? Hmm. Let's see. Um, usually there's a little bit of truth in everything I write. Um, it's not always a hundred percent true, mm -hmm. but there's usually a part of it that's true. And it usually comes from some deep emotion I felt that is kind of the spark that starts it. Um, but I say it's not all true. Because, you know, maybe I'll write a breakup song and maybe it was inspired by a fight or a really bad experience. But what's cool about writing is you can take it someplace else. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Like it's kind of like writing about a scenario, like the true emotion is what really inspires it for me. But sometimes I'll say, okay, but what if this happened instead? And that's where the creativity I think comes into place and you kind of get a, maybe write a different ending. Um, but sometimes also, I think I just have a, a really creative brain. Like I'm the type that will accidentally rhyme <laughs> or I'll just think of maybe some lyrics or a line that I think are, are cool. Or even like my first single controller was inspired by a title. I just had a title and it wasn't even controller. It was control alt delete. And mm -hmm. it came from there. And then also the meat of it actually came from an emotional experience though. So I'd say that's where it comes, comes from for me. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, actually, I do want to talk about controller later on because I watched the music video for it and there's a lot of questions and uh, we're going to talk about it for sure. Uh, let's talk about the missing part. Okay. Uh, that is your latest track. Yes. And it's it, like I, uh, I mentioned before, I've been uh, spinning this thing in the studio, listening to it because I like to get very into the songs that we're going to be talking about. Um, it's a good, it's a good tune. Definitely. It's really good. Um, really well made by the way. Great stuff. Uh, so tell me about how it came together and what the track is about. All right. So long story short here, let's see. So the missing part, um, is produced by the producer. I use Astro man. Um, and he's under a, a indie label in Los Angeles, Goathead records. And I use them for my production and promotion and mm -hmm. other things like that. But basically, <clears throat> I became connected with them and this producer through kind of a series of unfortunate events. And upon meeting them, things turned around for me. And we did Controller, which we'll talk about later. That was my first single. And it's kind of my origin story. And I had a really, really great experience with that producer, which was a, a huge breath of fresh air because I had come from a lot of bad experiences and this experience was totally different because I'm in Virginia and obviously the label and the producers in Los Angeles and some people might think that's not a great way to work but for me it was the best way to work because I actually recorded I record all my own vocals myself and arrange everything which works out a lot better for me. I've been in plenty of studios, but I, I prefer to be alone. It's kind of like more of a sacred experience. And I don't, I don't like having all that pressure of somebody watching me the whole time. And then, you know, I don't want to re-record something 10 times because the engineer, you know, I don't want to annoy the engineer. So I like being alone. So I actually tracked everything myself. And after we did controller, we both were super hype. We were like, this is dope. That was great. What's next? And I didn't really know what was next because everything upon, you know, getting connected to them happened really fast. And my, my producer had told me that he had this track and he wanted to offer it to me because he liked my vocals and it was a special track to him. It had actually been declined. It had been declined by a bigger artist than me and that was a disappointing experience for him and he put a lot of time into it and if when you listen to it you'll hear probably some sounds that you're not familiar with there's 
a few like Middle Eastern instruments that are in the track. And I I told him I would listen to it. I, I never really like wrote to a track. I usually write my own songs. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I mean, I'll listen to it and see. And I took it and I listened to it and immediately I started to hear kind of a melody come to me. And I really loved it. It was even b- before I put the vocals in, it was just a really, really well-made song. So I decided to take it. And I also thought it would be cool since this song was kind of like a stressful experience for my producer. I was like, well, I don't really have a song yet and I'm going to write it. So how about I take a little bit inspiration from the producer and kind of like make it a little more special for him since he Mm -hmm. put all this time and effort. And he goes by Astroman. He wears a spacesuit. It's from outer space. (laughs) (laughs) So I took that as a challenge to kind of um, try to incorporate that into my lyrics. And that's where you get when you when you hear the song, you'll hear like another night alone in the sky is lit. And you'll hear I'll move the moon to get where you are. I'll I'll steal the sun. And I, I took that from my producer. And um, the rest of it, like I told you, a lot of my writing comes from real emotions. The rest of it was definitely, definitely um, an act of processing things that have happened in my life. Um. I am a person with a really big heart and uh, I've experienced plenty of heartbreaks in my life. And this song is very much the story of a girl who loves somebody very, very much and doesn't get that same love and care back. And that's the missing part. (laughs) And another, another little inspiration from this song is actually how I grew up. You know, I mentioned I went to Regent University, mm-hmm. which is a Christian college. And um, I very much grew up in the church. And uh, these days, what's well, kind of the classic story of the, the, the kids that grow up very much in the church. Sometimes it ends up pushing them away from the church um, for, you know, various reasons. Mm-hmm. And. To me, these days, I consider myself a spiritual person, person, but I don't so much like to put labels on things because I've noticed a lot it kind of separates people more than it brings people together. But um, I, I realized in my life that still in times of trouble, times of heartbreak, I end up still calling out on my higher power, even though I don't have it all figured out. You know, and I'm sure other people can relate to that. You know, when you're, you might not go attend church or anything like that, but when you're really, when you're really in a bad place, you might, you might call out to somebody. So that was, I guess, the last place of inspiration that I, that I drew from in my lyrics here. Yeah. And that, all those things created the missing part. And that's an amazing build up to the song. And I think we should have everybody hear it. So let's do that. Here is Emily Fraser, The Missing Part, right here on the Sunday Night Army.
There you go. That was the missing part. Emily Fraser is still here on the show. Now, the song will be added to the Spotify playlist for the show. Like, follow, subscribe, the usual things you guys are listening, you already know. Now, you have also a, uh, the first track you put out called Controller, which you, you just mentioned earlier. Um, I, there's a music video for that. Um, it's a very interesting theme that you have going there. It kind of goes with like your website. It's really cool how you have all that connected. Um, are we looking forward to a the missing part having a music video uh sometime this year yeah actually i am scheming on that right. <laughs> currently i was kind of advised you know in this day and age vertical content is so big it seems like the the only way to reach new people these days is reels or tiktok mm-hmm. so i advise to focus a lot on that because I'm very much trying to reach new people and grow a fan base. I'm at the beginning of my journey, kind of, even though I've been singing for so long, even professionally, I'm, you know, I just have two songs out under my own name. Mm -hmm. So I would advise to focus on, you know, vertical content, trying to reach new people, but I love music videos. So I've been scheming on that for sure. And trying to spread my time and, um, my good friend Alex Best, he he helped co-produce Controller, and he's helping me out again. He's he's pretty connected in this area and like the poetry and the art scene. So he's been gathering actors for me, nice. and um, yeah, and I kind of like already. Um, I had an idea. I I'd had an idea for a while for it, and it's it's kind of just playing out the true story. Um. Yeah, and I've even gone as far as to kind of like um, map it all out because I do a lot of things myself and I'm mm-hmm. actually considering shooting this video myself. Like you t- you said you liked my website and I, I made yes. that all myself <laughs> and it took a long time. Yes, it did. Lots of frustration in building that website. But um, I'm kind of a control freak and that plays into my single controller. I just like things my way and... um. Yeah. So sometimes that means you have to do it all yourself. Oh, that's fantastic. And you know what? And it's your vision. So why not be in control yeah. of it? Yeah. Go. Well, you know, I had, I had frustrating experiences where people, you know, they want to make you a star or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have to do this. You have to that. You have to be super sexualized. You have to sing this type of music. You have to have this look. And like I told you before, when I stepped down from my job, mm-hmm. I I didn't, I was already making good money so I definitely I didn't step down to be a starving art you know see I'm stepped down to be kind of like a starving artist because I wanted my soul to be happy mm-hmm. end of the day I you know I'm almost 30 years old and I guess I've realized a few things but I don't care the the goal is not to try to be some huge star like if that's if that's the plan for me at the end of the day whatever I can't control anything anyway but the goal is to be happy. The goal is to feel fulfilled. So I'll never be happy with somebody telling me, you know, you have to sing this kind of music or you have to dress this way. That's that's just not what I'm after here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's great advice for a lot of people in the independent scene, even if you're not happy doing what you're doing and are you do what reason are you doing it for? Oh, yeah, why are you doing it? Why exactly. Doing- I even say that in my field a lot from you know, latest perspective this year. I say that a lot to people, but um, that is really good advice. 
That is definitely uh, a good way to look ahead. And let's talk about looking ahead because 2024, we have a whole year ahead of us. What do you have planned for 2024? Okay, so I made it my goal that by the summer of 2024, I want to have enough of like a back catalog, Mm -hmm. be able to do some performances where I'm just doing my pop music. Um, Because right now I do some like acoustic shows, Mm -hmm. but I don't love it, to be honest with you. You know, it's me and my guitar. And if you, you know, you heard the missing part, it's super produced, super produced. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's just, it's not the same when you just play it with the guitar. So I'm really looking forward to be able to try and book like opening slots or shows where I'm just doing my own music. So Mm -hmm. I really want to focus on putting out music. So I've got, I've got one more already recorded, which I'm super excited about it's my favorite and i told my producer astro man that it scares the crap out of me because every time we record another one it just kind of seems to top it mm-hmm. and i'm like ah, oh, it's kind of like pressure it's like okay this one is dope like how do we top this you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but i think that also just comes with us getting to know each other better mm-hmm. i was really adamant that you know, since I had poor experiences in the past, when I had such a good experience, I was like, I'm going to stick to this. And, you know, I think that's a good move for me. I think it's it's good when you can find a producer and you can work solely with them because they can help you kind of develop your sound and it can be consistent. Um, So I'm looking forward to recording a lot more with him, but I've got one locked down. Another one I'm tracking currently, so that'll be four. And um, I want to be ambitious, and I want to try to do an EP as well in 2024, like maybe a four song EP. Mm-hmm. So those are my those are my tentative plans for now. Nice, very good, very I'm good. Now the building phase here. Yeah, and you're laying the foundation. It's fantastic. Now you have a website, emilyfraser.online. Yes. And you have a bunch of socials. Now, what would you like everybody uh, to follow you on socials? Um, I'm mostly present on Instagram. You can find my handle pretty much across the board if you type in um, D-A-R-E-A-L-E-M-F-R-A. Um, I'm most active on Instagram, but I'm present pretty much everywhere. And I've been trying to work on being consistent everywhere. But I mean, I'm sure you know how hard mm-hmm. it is. To yeah because everyone is different you can't i do post everything everywhere but um in a in a perfect world you should cater things to each platform exactly but, yeah but i have i'm trying to do more with my youtube because you know at the end of the day we are we are trying to make money here somewhat yes. so <laughs> you know i want to eat <laughs> so i'm trying to build my youtube my goal my goal in like maybe a year you know, you got to reach that a thousand subscribers mark. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yep. So definitely, if you want to help me out, give me a give me a subscribe to me on YouTube. That would be awesome. But follow me anywhere. I'm pretty consistent on posting. Yeah. And I've also got some merch available. There you go. That's always good. Merch is uh, always necessary. And for everybody listening, you guys already know this, uh, but Emily will be tagged 
on all socials. So go down below, show description, link, follow, uh, hit the link, follow, like, subscribe, all the things that we do here. And of course, Spotify playlist is there. Go at the song, the missing part to your own playlist. Get it everywhere. Check out the YouTube channel. Do what you have to do to support independent music. That's what we're here to do on this show. So Emily Fraser, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your music with me. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure.